let's get ready to study God's Word. Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and it's time for another devotional study. Please be sure to visit us at biblestudy.asbzone.com, where you can find links to our previous episodes and various Bible study resources. Let's have a word of prayer before we get into our study. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity that we have to study from your word We invite your presence to be with us. Give us wisdom and understanding. Please help us that we will rightly divide your words of truth today. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's study is entitled, Being a Blessing. Being a Blessing. Our passage for this study is Genesis chapter 30, verses 25 through 27. Always from the King James Version. And it came to pass when Rachel had born Joseph that Jacob said unto Laban, Send me away, that I may go unto mine own place and to my country. Give me my wives and my children, for whom I have served thee, and let me go, for thou knowest my service which I have done thee. And Laban said unto him, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thine eyes, tarry, for I have learned by experience that the Lord hath blessed me for thy sake. Okay. So today's devotional, we're focused on being a blessing. It is important for us not to just occupy space. As children of God, it is vital that wherever we go and in whatever we are called to do, that we operate in such a way that the people around us are blessed by our presence. In this particular story, Jacob has been working for Laban for quite some time, and he's looking to get back on his own two feet and start moving. He's He has worked for him for over 14 years at this point. He has had all of his children up to Joseph, and now he wants to leave. And he says, listen, let me go. I've, I've done all this work for you, and I have served you, and you know that I've served you faithfully. Just let me go and take my children and my wives. And Laban says, oh, please, 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 please. If I've found favor in your sight, just stick around a little longer because I have learned by experience that the blessings I have received of the Lord are on account of you. God has blessed you, and because you are here, he has blessed me also, and I'd like those blessings. Now, Laban's a little bit on the selfish side, and we see that if you look throughout the story, He tends to be very much focused on what he can get and his own agenda. 
But if we look at it from Jacob's side, Jacob was faithful in everything that he did, and it resulted in God blessing him, and by extension, God blessing the people that were with him and near him. And that's one of the things about God that we don't, that we don't consider, that we take for granted. God is not a selfish God. When you're doing well, when you are serving him in spirit and in truth, and you find yourself in some place, God blesses you and he blesses the works of your hand. And that tends to have a benefit on people that are around you. God doesn't just narrowly bless us, right? God doesn't just narrowly bless us. Let's just use a hypothetical scenario. Let's say you're working for someone. The person's not good or bad. They're just average, right? They're not especially great and they're not especially mean. They're just average, okay? And you work for them. Now, God could allow you to do just average work and the business to be just average. And on your way to work, you find money. And when you're doing such and such, you find coupons. Like he could bless you in all of these one-off kind of ways that were just about blessing you as an individual. But instead, God will bless you such that your work will be productive, such that your employer will be blessed. Right? And so everyone around you gets to share in these blessings. And it becomes a witness for God, your fidelity to God and your fidelity to your employer are manifested in blessings to the employer that the employer has to recognize is from God. We see this same thing later with Potiphar and Joseph. Joseph comes to Potiphar's house as a slave and he's working judiciously and Potiphar is blessed by this. Okay, Potiphar is blessed by this. To the extent that Potiphar turns over the whole house and its operation to Joseph. Now, the Bible doesn't speak about Potiphar anymore once he puts Joseph in jail because of Potiphar's wife's scheming to try and sleep with Potiphar, with Joseph. She should have been trying to sleep with Potiphar. Sleep with Joseph. The Bible doesn't speak about Potiphar anymore. But you have to imagine that those blessings that he was seeing in his house because of Joseph's sake are not there anymore. Okay? We ought to think in terms of being a blessing. We ought not to adopt selfish modes of operation because we have a grievance against our employer or the people around us, whatever the case is. And I'm not saying everybody you run into is nice. And I'm not saying that you just have to ignore people not being nice. Okay? But if God wants to give you narrow blessings, God knows how to give you narrow blessings. If God wants to bless you and not your neighbor because God sees that that's the better way to, to do it, then that's up to God. Right? We should endeavor to be a blessing, to be a channel of blessing, to share what we receive from God 
in a way that will bring glory and honor to God and that will show us above petty foolishness of others. Because when a situation is wrong and God needs it to be dealt with a certain way, he'll make it happen. He'll either do it himself or he'll give you the insight for you to move away from a particular um, approach. Let me give you another example from the Bible. If you remember, the wise men of the East come in search of the young child Jesus. And when they come, they're led because of where the, the star shows up, the star of angels, they're led to Jerusalem itself. And they go there and the whole city is abuzz. And they end up speaking to Herod and, um, and they share the glad tidings of the birth of the Savior. I mean, that's essentially what they're there to share. And these people are clueless about it. And remember, some time has passed because from the time they saw the star to the time they get there is at least a year. It's over a year. Okay. And, and so here you are. These folks travel and, um, they are a blessing to those that are around them. But God knows that Herod has no intention of doing the right thing. And so while they intended to go back and share with him their discovery of the young child, the Lord came to them in a dream and said, sent an angel to them in a dream and said, nope, you guys need to go back home by a different way. And the Bible doesn't tell us that they were told why. Right, The way that it's described to us in the scripture is an angel came and told them to go home by a different path. Okay, And they obeyed. We don't know that they knew the reason for it or not, but they obeyed. So we ought not to get hung up on who might be blessed inappropriately if we become channels of blessing. Let us attempt to bless everyone. Because remember, there's nothing better, there's no better outcome than having people that are wicked or foolish accepting the gospel, confessing their sins, repenting of that course of action, and being saved ultimately. That is a much better outcome than getting to watch them suffer. It's much better to find out in heaven that your course led not only to them having temporal blessings, potentially, because of your interaction with them or around them, but that they ultimately were saved eternally. That's the best outcome of being a blessing to others. So we really need to take every opportunity that we have to work diligently, to live uprightly, to operate with strict integrity, that we can always be beneficial in a temporal sense and in a spiritual sense with those we come in contact with. Let God sort out who should get what blessing, because ultimately he's the bestower of the blessing. Okay, but let's not hoard the blessing or or attempt to restrict the blessing from those we feel are not it's not appropriate even when we're being mistreated because that's an important part of 
the situation with Laban. Laban was not doing all the best in terms of his interaction with Jacob. But God took care of that. Ultimately, God took care of that. And that's how we have to operate. We should be faithful in all things and let God deal with the logistics and the accounting. Because the judge of all the earth will in fact do right. And that's important for us to understand and appreciate. It should be said of us, it would be nice if it were said of us, when we leave a particular place, or when we've been at a place for some time, it would be awesome if people could say, I have learned by experience that the Lord hath blessed me for your sake. That would be awesome. And there may be people who don't know how to phrase that, don't know how to say that, don't necessarily recognize it in, in a strictly spiritual sense, but they recognize, what they do recognize is that your presence has been a very positive factor in a way that they can't quite put their finger on. That's how we should make people feel by the grace of God. Not for our own glory. Ultimately, we want it to go to the glory of God. We want people, you know, we talk a lot about living, um, being a witness by how we live, right? A lot of times we use that almost as a replacement option for telling people about Christ. But there are some circumstances where you're not going to be able to tell people or it, the, the circumstances don't, um, the circumstances don't lend themselves to having a direct salvation witnessing conversation. And there are times where people are looking at you that you don't know about. They're paying attention to you and you just don't have access to them. So there are times where your life is going to have to be a testimony. So let's make sure that it's a good testimony. Let's make sure that people think to themselves, I want to understand how, what that person knows, because that person behaved in a way that I wish other people behaved. That person behaved in a way that I wish I could behave. Right? It's not just about the receiving of temporal blessings. Being a blessing to someone can transcend the material and ultimately should transcend the material. Let's pray that in all our interactions, we can be a blessing to people in a way that is most helpful for them and that ultimately will have an impact on them being in the kingdom. Genesis 30, 25 through 27 says, And it came to pass, when Rachel had born Joseph, that Jacob said unto Laban, Send me away, that I may go unto mine own place and to my country. Give me my wives and my children for whom I have served thee, and let me go, for thou knowest my service which I have done thee. And Laban said unto him, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thine eyes, tarry, for I have learned by experience that the Lord hath blessed me for thy sake. Let's close with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege that we have to be co-laborers together with Christ. We ask you to help us that we will seek to be faithful in all things, at all times, under all circumstances, and let you do what is fair for everyone concerned, 
using your knowledge, not ours, using your righteousness and not our faulty thought processes. We pray, Lord, that you will help us that in all of our interaction with people, we'll be looking out for their best interest and their eternal interest. And may our actions help someone to come to know and serve you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can reach us via email at BibleQuestions at ASBZone.com. We look forward to hearing from you, whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. We also recommend that you check out the True Wisdom Podcasts, where my brother and I conduct Bible studies in a discussion format. These podcasts can be found on all the major podcast platforms, such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pandora, and much, much more. Please remember our ministries in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study and share His Holy Word.